Welcome to the Hidden Why Podcast. This is episode 672 with Lance Essios. Enjoy. Welcome to the Hidden Why's 30-minute power segment. I am passionate about creating a lifestyle that minimizes suffering and regret. The purpose of life is not simply to survive, but to thrive, and I believe we do that by creating a life with greater freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Each week, I'll be delivering a 30-minute conversation with a guest expert on a topic that they are knowledgeable and passionate about with the purpose to inspire and educate us all. I don't have all the answers. I'm simply trying to figure life out. And through greater awareness and understanding, I can put into practice what I learned to further my life's progression. I can't give you your life's map. I can't show you the way, but I can assist you in discovering your why. I can help you define your life's compass to guide you purposefully to act on and pursue your life's desires. And from there, watch happiness ensue. My guests are the experts. They are the people I learn from. They provide the inspiration, education, and methodology that we can all benefit from in better navigating the ultimate life. Without further ado, let the show begin. Today's feature guest is Lance Essios. The topic is Inspire. Lance is a former high-level hockey player that got knocked off his course and forced to make some changes. He moved from Canada to Australia in pursuit of something more, and instead it led him to a life of drinking and partying, one in which he hated. In the course of two years, he also lost his brother and his father, and he realized he needed to do some changes. He went on a sobriety trip for the entire year of 2017, and now Lance is on a journey to inspire others to be the best they can. This is Lance's story. This is his inspiration, his message to you to make the changes in life that serve you a deeper purpose. Guys, enjoy this one with Lance Essios. G'day, Lance. Welcome to the Hidden Life Podcast. How are you today, mate? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, really good. Good to have you here. Thanks. Great to be here. I look forward to uh, discussing our topic today, mate. The topic that you've chosen is Inspire. So tell us a little bit about that topic. Why is it important to you? Well, um, I kind of, over my journey in the last little while with what I've gotten into and where I'm at now, um, it's something that I really want to focus on in my business and in my life is to inspire people to do different things, to make different decisions, um, whether they've gone through some sort of um, adversity or some sort of um, something in their life and I want to be able to inspire them to take action on something new, regardless of what has happened. So that's kind of where I'm building my life towards. And, and I want to try and help as many people as I can to inspire them to do whatever it is they want to do. Yeah, cool. So give us a little bit of a, a background into your journey. Like you've, I know I've read your story, um, so I know a, a glimpse of, of what you've been through. But tell us um, how this came about. I mean, have you always been the, sort of that leader, that inspirational dude around your group of mates and stuff, or is it just something that's come through your own challenges and your own journey? Well, I'll give you a little bit of a rundown of how it all started. I started out, I played, um, I guess in Australia, they say ice hockey. Well, we say hockey just to make it clear. Um, yeah. yeah. So I played, I played a uh, pretty competitive hockey, you know, went to a pretty high level. So I developed a lot of fundamentals with leadership and, and team and skills and that kind of thing. Um, that didn't work out obviously. Um, and then I decided to get into the working world. Uh, you know, one thing led to another and then I got into the bartending world and I, you know, I like the excitement of dealing with people and, 
you know, having a stranger and sort of engaging in conversation and, you know, inspiring them to feel good, you know, to have a good experience. Um, you know, did that over the years, moved to Australia, lived over there, ran bars, did, got into the bar scene over there. Sure, bets. Uh, um, I lived in the Gold Coast, I lived in Port Douglas, and I spent most of my time in Sydney. Yeah, well, okay. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, and then, um, you know, got a bit of a, got into the toxic sort of lifestyle and it sort of took over everything in my life. Um, I went through a lot of family uh, trauma as well, and I kind of stepped back and and just looked at, you know, where I was at and what I'm doing. And, you know, I was at a point where I'm, you know, 34 years old. And although that industry and that, that scene that I was in, you know, was fun and everything, I couldn't see myself doing it forever. And it wasn't serving me to where I wanted to be. I knew that I could, I can help other people. I knew that I could, um, I knew that I could take over a room if, or take over a group if I wanted to. I just wasn't using it in the right in the right way. So I thought, why not Use do something that's going to make some some sort of greater purpose? So I, I actually I quit drinking for a whole year. I was doing uh, I was running a bar. I was doing all that sober, and I actually you know it it's amazing what, what happens to you when your, your, your mind is clear. So I started a business and I just really went, ventured out to just want to do, to inspire people the best way I could and do something that really mattered to me. And I felt like if, if I had that sort of purpose in my life that I could help others to do the same. Yeah, cool. Like it. Everyone's got a story. It's good to, um, it's good to share. Thanks for that. And I've got a few questions, um, just to probe a little bit deeper into that. Um, first one is what, what business did you end up starting? Like when you got sober um, and, and had that clarity, as you described it, what uh, business did you get into? Well, I got into the online marketing, the affiliate, the affiliate marketing side of things. So um, I, you know, where we predominantly we do Facebook advertising and then we, you know, create leads through there and then we put them in front of different offers. And that way you can kind of, I like it because you can, target different people and you can look for different people in your, that you want to work with that would be good for the certain offers that you're promoting. So, and then it's all, you, you work on your own and you're, we have a, you have, you build a team, but you're essentially your own boss. So for me, that was important. And to be able to put out, have, you know, be able to put on my own content and my own, build my own personal brand so that I can connect with the people that I actually want to work with. And, and yeah, it sort of just sort of started with that. So that's, okay. that's kind of what I've been up to. So that's your business now. Yep. 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 Okay. So uh, affiliate marketing on Facebook, uh, just give us a, a little bit of a glimpse in that. I know it's a, a trillion dollar sort of industry that Facebook marketing, I believe. Um, what, um, as far as its effectiveness, how would you describe its effectiveness? Like I know there's probably a lot of people out there that have thought about it, maybe dabbled with it. Um, but maybe, you know, like most things with marketing, people give it a go. It doesn't work immediately. So they stop. Um, it's usually a consistency thing marketing, isn't it? So what's, what's your thoughts on, on Facebook advertising? Well, I say it like this. I say to people, I go, if you buy a gym membership, you're not just going to get a six pack overnight, right? Like you're going to have to work at it. It's going to take time. You're going to have to put in the work, you know, it's consistency. It's, it's, you're building a brand. You're, you're putting out content. It's showing up every day. And a lot of it is 
um, a lot of the stuff that I worked on, which I didn't think would help me, was personal development stuff, just building my mindset and understanding that, you know, what you're putting out there is what you're attracting. And a lot of people expect, like, it's just going to happen overnight. You're going to get some sort of push a button and, you know, all of a sudden money's going to come in. It doesn't do that. You got to add value to the marketplace. Yeah. Right? You got to, you got to be, you got to put out value to expect to get value, you know? So it's, it's been, a, it's been, and, it's been a difficult road. I mean, for me when I first started, because I really didn't have a background in anything and a lot of people don't, but you realize that when you're your own boss, you're your own boss. So <laughs> you got to make it work and you got to know like, okay, well let's take some inventory on myself. What am I good at? And what am I not good at? So you, you got to realize that and you double down what you're good at and you, you try to improve at what you're not so good at. But um, eventually people, people, I feel like they get, they get um, really affected by other people's uh, thoughts of them. It happens to all of us. You know, we, we worried about or what our uncle Brian or our uncle John think or, or auntie Sue about what we're doing because you're putting stuff out there on social media and you get you will get backlash from people right you're going to have yeah, your yeah. haters no mm -hmm. matter what mm -hmm. and that's kind of what i've noticed really affects people you know and it's it's like anything you know you got to set a goal and an intention and you know it's not going to happen overnight it does for some and it doesn't for others so yeah it's it's been a journey you know so why facebook marketing compared to some other maybe traditional forms or other platforms um well i I'm heavy on Instagram now too. I don't do as much marketing, but I really build that platform. Um, but uh, it's just when I got into it, and it's still it, it, it's it's one of these things that everybody's on Facebook, everybody's on their phone, right? I mean, majority of people. So you know, you need to you. I got you got eyeballs on that Facebook all day. So you 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 want to put your offer in front of those eyeballs the best way you can. Yeah, and. That's the, for me has been the most efficient way to get your offer in front of people because, but it'll change. And what we do in our platforms, we teach people how to be self-sufficient so that if there is changes, if all of a sudden everything, you know, overnight just kind of vanished or whatever, or there's a system change or Facebook closes down, whatever, that you know how to be an independent entrepreneur and you have the skill sets that you can, you know, last no matter what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, cool stuff. A bit off uh, track there, but um, just wanted to delve into that because yeah. I know the audience might might be interested. Um, going back to to your journey, uh, you know, in Australia, I started drinking. I assume it's it's probably pretty pretty challenging to work behind a bar and not uh, not have a drink. But um, I, I guess you got sort of wound up in that scene a little bit. Um, but you had some tragedies there too. Tell us how that felt like, um, you know, in that time. Because I mean, obviously your mind's not as clear, and then those tragedies happen. I mean. Um, people always losing people, I guess, in their lives. But you lost, I believe, a, it was your father and, and a brother in the same year. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So my my younger brother, um, we had sort of lost connection a little bit, and he's a little bit lost. And you know, one thing led to another, and he took his own life, which was wow. which was pretty tough. And um, the, the crazy thing about it is my dad was visiting me at the time in Australia, so I had to kind of break the news to him, and that was that was probably one of the hardest things I had to do. Um, and that at that at in that time, I was really in a really rough headspace, so I kind of went on a downhill spiral mm. during that time, obviously. And 
but then what happened was with the and beginning of 2017 i gave it up and kind of rebuilding myself but then what happened in that year was i lost my dad to pancreatic cancer which was i we only had like a couple days i had to fly down back to canada and it was a real crazy thing it all happened very very quickly mm-hmm. um and at that time i was sober so i had so much stuff that had to be done that if i you know dealing with oh my god funerals and banks and and all this kind of stuff that anybody i mean anybody that's dealt with somebody losing somebody knows it, it's a lot of stuff and the last thing you want to be is clouded emotional and, and sad all all those things are going to happen but if you had throw alcohol and hangovers into the mix it's really not not pretty so mm. luckily at that time i wasn't drinking so i really was in the mindset and i had done a lot of personal development working on myself you know really focusing on gratitude every single day what i had and and meditation that kind of stuff and it really helped me to get through that and to understand that you know these things do happen and and that this is a stepping stone in my life that's only going to make me stronger so it's these things even though they're happening to me they're is is hard as it is to accept they're almost gifts of strength because they're re, they're building they're building me for something that it, that I'm meant to ha- that's meant to happen is going to happen. So I felt like it was almost like an awakening for me um, to really realize that life is short. And you know, my dad wanted to do so much, but he just didn't do it because he was, you know, it was like, oh, the house needs to get painted, or or um, or when it when summertime, when it's this, when it's that. And I think a lot of people do that. They put things off that they want to do, and. You know, I think we just need to realize that you may not have tomorrow. You may not. So those that those inspirational thoughts that you get, you need to act on them. Hmm. And I think during those tragedies really helped me realize that you know what, it's game time. It's time to really, really go after what I want. So yeah, that's what that's kind of what happened. Yeah, I guess I mean in those difficult situations, I mean you have sort of those opportunities or decisions to make, and, and one way could have been to go back to drinking or continue drinking um, or the other way, you know, to, to lift yourself up. What, um, what sort of motivation was there for you? I mean, to not, you know, fall back into the traps of um, poor choices and, and bad behaviors compared to, you know, going on a, 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 the path you went on. Well, I set out to do one year sober. So after that I reassessed and I, you know, now I do occasionally have a drink because I didn't want that to sit over me as as some sort of thing that I can't handle. And I, I after a year of that, I realized that I can handle it. I'm not around it. I don't work in bars anymore. So it's a totally different scenario. So um, I just wanted to be able to have control because it's very tough to go into a social environment when you're a social person and not be able to have a casual drink here and there. So I wanted to get myself to the point mentally where I could do that. And it's, you know, it, it, it was, a, it was a great journey, but at the same time, you know, I could have easily just stayed sober, but, um, yeah, it's, I don't, it was, uh, it, it's, it's a never ending thing, you know, like you're just getting stronger and stronger. And, and I don't think that, you know, I'll ever have that problem again. So for me, it's kind of when you don't have goals, when you don't have things on the horizon, that's where you can fall back into that sort of that trap. And I think now that I have so many things, 
on the go. You know, I've also started a podcast, which is which is awesome as well. So when I have things that I know I have to do, it, it makes it easier to not fall back into it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and then that touches sort of on my next question is, you know, what sort of things did you do to help yourself, you know, stay on track, stay focused and, and keep moving forward? And one thing you mentioned there is having goals. I mean, it's, it's so important if you've got no goals um, and it may not be your life's purpose, your goals that you set, but it certainly gives you purpose having goals. Um, you know, it's, um, yeah, long-term, short-term, whatever the goals are, it gives you that little bit of purpose and a bit of motivation and inspiration to, to get up there and take the right action. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, having the goals is super, super important, but you know, sometimes with goals, they seem overwhelming. It's mm. kind of breaking them down, you know, into, I, I like to do 90 day sprints. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, yeah, like, I mean, and also daily routines, daily yep. routine is kind of what, what, what I find to be very useful at attaining those goals, you know, um, you know, finding some things that you're checking off early in the day, you know, like I get up, I go cold shower, um, meditation, right into meditation and then right into my gratitude. Yeah. And I bang those things off and I set my mind up for the day before I do anything, before I look at my phone, before I do any of that so that, you know, I'm in control. I'm not letting the, the phones and the emails and all that sort of take over my space. Right. Yeah. And I find that to be super, super important for to starting your day and, you know, to so that you can go at your goals, because if you're going to you can have goals, but if you're not primed for the day, you're you're going to get sidetracked. And for me personally, it's totally helped me at, you know, and then and then from there, you've already accomplished some things. And then it's like, OK, what's next? What's next? You know? Yeah. So what's um so that's good goals routines certainly um the two things that I, I favor as well what routine um do you have because I've you know heard the the cold showers the meditation the morning routine is there something else you do in particular that perhaps isn't that common um, out there like something that um, particularly works for you um. Off the top of my head, well, I love my uh, I love my bulletproof coffee. I mean, a lot of people. Oh, yeah, the bulletproof, yeah. Uh, I've been drinking it for years. Yeah, um, I I like to do. I've been doing intermittent fasting as well. I don't usually eat first thing in the morning. I don't have breakfast. I like to keep my mind um, in a fasted state until after I work out, and that's just for me. I um, when I need to think, when I need to be active, like when I need to be doing stuff, I need to be in that state. Yeah. And I find that to be super useful. Yeah. Um, as soon as I eat a big breakfast or something like that, I find it to just, that's it. I'm done. I'm kind of in sleep mode, which makes sense with your, you know, science of it, your body breaking food down and stuff. But for me, I've, I've sort of, I, I've been reading a lot of books. I listen to a lot of podcasts. So I've sort of put together my own routine through, you know, I, 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 listen to what the greatest people are, what the most successful people are doing. And I kind of build my own routine, right? Yeah. It's yeah. kind of what, so nothing really unique that I would say other, other than just really making sure that meditation happens and gratitude. Those are the, those are the two things that I find to be the most powerful. Yeah. Cool. So growth activities was the other one that you sort of touched on there, you know, reading and, and all that sort of stuff. And I suppose that can sort of wrap us back into the the word inspiration or inspire. 
um, a lot of that stuff is inspirational. You know, you read and you learn, and that that just inspires you. You know, um, it's 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 a fundamental um, part of being human. I guess is is growth and pr- progress. Um, so I think it's important to incorporate incorporate into life. But inspiration, what? How do you define like inspiration? You know, it's a great question because there's only there's not there's certain people that bring this out and and one person that does it is Tony Robbins for me. Yeah. For he, the guy, it's that feeling where you're just feeling uh, I feel like you're in a you're in a calm state and then all of a sudden you're like excited and you just want to do something. You just want to get off your seat and be like, "Wow, this is this is great." And it's literally that I, I feel like that's what being inspired is. You get that inspired thought, you're whoa, like you just have this this intense explosion of energy. And uh, from watching something or doing something and it's super powerful to act on whatever it is there. And I think it's that simple for me. Um, whether it's watching a podcast or watching somebody inspirational, just kind of you can feel that liar that that light sort of light up and that fire just sort of burn inside of you instantly. I feel like that's what inspiration is. Yeah, so it's something that, um, yeah, as you said, it sort of explodes inside you and gives you that feeling, that elated feeling um, that makes you want to act. Um, and I guess usually it's it's to do good, isn't it? It's it's inspiration to do good, but perhaps it's it's for the for the bad behaviors as well. I'm not sure. Um, a lot of people say, you know, inspiration is short lived and unnecessary. What would you say about that? Oh, I don't know. I, it, I mean, yeah, sure. Everybody's different, but if you, if you can't get excited about something, then I don't know what you're doing. Right. I mean, I think inspiration is almost excited and into something that you, you're passionate about, Yeah, you know, excitement for your passion i feel like that's it that's it's sometimes you don't even know you have a passion for it and then you get excited about something and people go oh no because that that's stupid and then and then that's the thing (laughs) is and they 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 never act on it and there's so many people that could do so many amazing things but they don't act on that feeling because because they somebody told them that it's it's unnecessary or whatever reason and i guess it's everybody's on their own journey but it's it's getting excited about stuff. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Look, a lot of people go to these seminars, like a Tony Robbins seminar, for example. Um, they're inspired, uh, and then they walk away a couple of weeks later. Uh, things go back to normal. You see that and hear about it so common. I've experienced it myself. Um, a couple of questions there. What would you? How do you? What's the difference between motivation and inspiration, um, if anything? And how do you maintain that that level of inspiration? I think it's just kind of revisiting it and understanding what it is that, yeah, you're, it's, you have to get at a high state, even just like Tony Robbins says, when you're doing stuff, you need to be at a high state. That's why he gets you to jump around. And if you're learning things at a, at a low energy state, you're not going to, you're not going to absorb it or want to retain the information. And I feel like it's like anything, like I said earlier, you got to revisit it over and over again, right? You need to, you need to embed that, that theory or that whatever you've learned into your subconscious until you understand it and learn it, you know, twice a day, whatever, read it over because we're, we just go back to, we're creatures of habit. We go back to what we're used to and it's just like anything you want to change. You're going to have to commit to that change because 
we're, we're, you know, we're very easy to go back to what we're used to doing. So if you're used to being lazy and unmotivated and you go to Tony Robbins and it fades, well, then maybe it's time to go over what he told you to go over and do it over and over again until it becomes your norm. Hmm. So that would be my answer yeah. for what I would have to do because I'm that person that that's what it happens to. But you have to control what you do. And if you want that to continue, then you're going to have to continue doing what he says to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is there a difference between motivation and inspiration? I think motivation is more rah-rah. I mean, I think motivation, I think inspiration is kind of more of like a meaningful excitement rather than just motivating. I mean, they tie in together. Um, It's, I mean, they, they are similar, but I feel like inspiration is more of something with greater purpose, greater meaning, and motivating is just, you know, kind of getting somebody temporarily excited. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But, um, I think it's important, like you said, is to, you know, and this is why I love podcasts. I'm sure you're probably the same, but, um, you know, you can you can go to these seminars, but you can plug into this stuff all the time. You can read a book. You can listen to TED Talks. You can um, – yeah, there's just so many good podcasts out there that you can tune into. So while you're in that commute, you know, daily, that's the sort of inspiration and the motivation that sort of just keeps you plugged in, keeps that, that level of energy uh, at a higher level rather than sort of going to a one-off seminar – feeling pumped and excited and then getting back into the churn of life and, and losing it all, you know, it keeps that, it's just like you're plugged in constantly then. Um, whilst that's important yeah. to also unplug and, and sometimes take that break. And that's, I guess, why you do your meditation daily as well. Um, I think that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, like, yeah, like you said, you know, you're, you program your thoughts, what you think about what you're constantly coming into your brain and your subconscious is what you're going to be. So, I mean, if you're constantly watching Netflix and stuff that makes you feel anxious or sad or scared, well, what do you think is going to happen? Right. Hmm. So it's, it's the more you, the more you embrace yourself to completely immerse yourself in Ted talks in like, you know, Gaia.com is all this, this spiritual stuff, podcasts, like books and stuff that lifts you up. And while you're, you know, when you're going and listening to audio instead of listening to, you know, stuff that just makes you feel bad, which we don't mean to do, but we just get in the habit of doing. It's, it's the more you, 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 you program yourself with these programs around, the better you're going to be. And, you know, the less you waste watching crap and letting crap go into your head, I feel like the more you're going to reprogram your subconscious mind, which will end up being what you are. Yeah. The daily stuff that you do so yeah yeah spot on i think it's you know i uh i've just started watching gotham on uh, netflix <laughs> so i do uh i'm a big fan of batman so i uh, really uh, love that but you know it's 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 balanced i guess as well you know don't, sure. don't give up the things that you enjoy um just want to wrap it up with uh your meditation routine because that's something that uh, fascinates me in the audience uh what what do you do there like what's your practice look like well i um I do too. There's there's one where I bought one of those. Um, uh, what are they? These they're the headsets. I can't think of the name right now. Um, oh, why can't I think of it? Anyways, you you put it on your head and it reads your. Uh, it, it connects to your phone and it reads your brain data, like basically cool. your your neurofeedback. Um, I just can't think of the name of it right now. But anyway, so basically, it plays music. Or it plays like a beat. You can have beach, forest, 
ambiance or whatever. And then let's say beach, for example, it'll, it'll have the waves. And then when you start to think when your mind gets too active, it starts to get really noisy and really loud. And then when your mind is in a calm state, you have birds chirping, which is really, really, really cool as well. So, um, it kind of keeps you, you know, when you're out of state, so you know when to bring it down and you know when to, so that, that's powerful. And I also use, um, Delta wave music. So it's kind of before bed or when I get up sort of, I'd get that off YouTube or wherever. And it puts me in kind of like a, a trance state which is also amazing. So I just sort of sit back, listen to that. And I find that the easiest way to get into where I need to be hmm. from all the stuff I've tried. Um, yeah, Delta Wave music is really, really powerful. So yeah, and then I just do that for about a half an hour. I find unless I – I think any form of meditation is great, but for me to hit that sweet spot, I got to hit about half an hour. Yeah, okay. I really feel like, whoa, this is, this is amazing. Like I, you get out of it and you feel like you just slept again. Like it's, it's pretty amazing stuff. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I haven't really cracked the half an hour, uh, <laughs> mark consistently myself, but, um, certainly I think that's where I would be, be at. But it's tough. Be going towards, it's super yeah. tough to do. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I mean, uh, well, like everything. It's like you, you don't have to hit it. half an hour either. I mean, you, you can hit. I mean, I think if you could do five minutes daily consistently, I mean, it's the consistency factor, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Absolutely. Mate, look, it's been an absolute pleasure, Lance. How can people best best reach you? You've got a podcast, you said, obviously a, a website as well. Yes. So my website is uh, com. It's actually under construction at the moment. We're doing a lot of stuff, so we're going to be um, adding a bunch of stuff. So what we're going to do is have a... Um, you can leave your name and email, and then as soon as it's ready, um, they'll get direct access to it. So we'll have the podcast on there, um, a lot of the marketing tools and all that kind of stuff to have access to, as well as my Facebook, my personal page, LanceWECOS.com, or Lance, sorry, LanceWECOS for my, for my Facebook, which is my personal and my business page. And as well, I'm really active on my Instagram, which is Lance WECOS as well. So lots of inspiring content on there, you know, uplifting stuff. So what's your podcast yeah. called? My it's going to be called uh, University of Adversity, and one yeah. So that's going to be talking about stories, people who have gone through, you know, trauma, trouble in their lives, entrepreneurs, people who have you know gone through a lot of stuff and basically come out successful and can share that with people and and inspire them. So that'll be called, that's University of Adversity, which is going to be launching very soon. And that'll be universityadversitypodcast.com. Cool, mate. Look, love it. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for coming on. Been a pleasure. Thank you so much. I, I had a great time. Guys, check it all out at the Hidden Why podcast. Uh, .com, sorry, thehiddenwide.com. You'll just check out the uh, show notes there, episode 672. And uh, yeah, leave us your thoughts and comments. Make sure you reach out to Lance. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon. Thank you for tuning in and listening to today's conversation. I really hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've been able to take something away, something to help you create a more meaningful life, a life with greater freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Guys, if you love the content that I produce here at The Hidden Why, there are a few ways you can support me. Firstly, connect with me. You can do so in a number of different ways. 
you can connect with me online at thehiddenwire.com or via social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. I would love to hear from you guys. I would love to connect with you. If you've got any thoughts, comments, feedback, suggestions, or anything at all that you'd like to ask me, you can reach me at thehiddenwireguy at gmail.com. While you're there, guys, make sure you subscribe to thehiddenwire.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can be kept up to date with all the new episodes and happenings here at The Hidden Wire. If you love what you heard in this episode, guys, or any of the others, please share the love. Share it with your family, friends, and anyone you think that might get some value. If you haven't already done so, you can also leave me a review on iTunes. Simply head over to iTunes, type in The Hidden Wire, click the ratings and reviews button, and leave me a short message plus a one to five star rating. It helps me reach more people. Once again, guys, I appreciate the time you've taken out of your day to support my show. Until next time, you know what to do. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose, and in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. This is the Hidden Why Podcast. My name is Liam Arnoldsey. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon.